come on to the theater. Welcome to a special episode of the Manx Theatre Podcast with me, Neil Callan. And me, Neil King. And this episode is all about the Adams Family Musical. Thank you to everyone who's listened to our previous episodes. If you're new to the podcast, welcome along and thanks for joining us. You can still listen to all of our previous episodes through our accounts on Facebook and Instagram, as well as through Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts and manxradio.com forward slash podcasts. So coming up in this week's podcast in Act 1, I speak to Kate Stobart and David Dawson who are playing Morticia and Gomez in the Adams Family Musical. In Act 2, then, Neil then also speaks to Shay Marsden, who's playing Wednesday. And then in Act 3, we have a big getting-to-know-you section, so we talk again to Shay, Kate and David, and we ask them some questions about the roles they've played in the past and what they'd like to play in the future. Great. So you've had a busy couple of weeks then, while I've been off sunning myself in in France? (laughs) Yeah, it's been good. Yeah, I've um, had a really nice time talking to the guys from the from the show. I think it's shaping up to be a really, really kind of special one. Okay, great. So, have you got a, a lot of memories about Adam's family itself as a kid? Yeah, well, we were just talking about that, weren't we? So, um, we're old enough to remember the TV show, aren't, aren't we? Um, yeah. Obviously, not the first time around. I think that no. was the 60s, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, it came out in the 60s, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, I remember that being on, and I remember the films coming out as well in the 90s. Yeah, I mean, I, the, I remember a lot of the uh, the 60s TV show, all the reruns on Channel 4, but yes. I, think, I think the one thing for me as well is that there was that, and there was the monsters, yep. and they were both very similar, and I always had to get confused about which one was which. Yeah, yeah, I used to love the monsters as well. That that theme tune was brilliant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but yeah, certainly the the, uh, the the big ones with Angelica Houston and Raul Julia in the, in the 90s, they were great. Adam's Family, Adam's Family Values, they were, yeah. they were brilliant, weren't they? Definitely, and um, speaking to people that... That's the kind of thing, if you're, if you're younger than 40, really, that's the kind of versions people think of when they think about the Adams family. Yeah. Right then. So, without any further ado, let's dim the house lights and lift the curtain on Act One. And Neil's chat with David Dawson and Kate Stover. So, Kate, David, thanks for so much for joining us. Welcome to the Manx Theatre Podcast. How are you? Hello, good, thank you. Yeah, great, thanks for having us. So Kate, how's the rehearsal process going? Yeah, really good. It's so fun. For me, it's been a bit different this time. There was a lot of blocking straight away, which I quite like because then I've got time to digest and learn everything. And then it's sort of been more bitty and then we're just going to put everything together now and run it. So yeah, there's a bit of work personally to do, but I think actually we're ahead yeah, it's a really nice company, isn't it? Really good company. And it's been good working with new people, I suppose, as well. Especially for yeah. me, it's been uh, it's been it's been lovely. And you've been an amazing partner in crime. So oh, yeah, it's no. been great. <laughs> so you guys are obviously you're playing uh, Gomez and Morticia, such iconic characters. What kind of connection did you have to the Adams family? You know, before the musical uh, came along. So um, since kind of doing a bit of research for this, I realised I was absolutely obsessed with the Adams Family when I was younger. And I'd kind of forgotten, like, you know, a lot younger, sort of six or seven. I just wanted to be Wednesday. I even would, like, write stories about my daughter Tuesday. Oh, but <laughs> you think go to sleep with like your hands across your chest? Oh. Yeah, proper. We, I really wanted to be a goth. I think. Oh, carb, I love it. Yeah, um, I think it was. I think it was so big in the nineties. I loved the films. I didn't really know the cartoon beforehand, and I've kind of got to know that a bit more now. But the films were so just kind of iconic. And yeah, I think growing up, I I always 
I kind of the characters, the actor who played Gomez, I, I just I kind of loved for the chance to kind of get Gomez is it's it's amazing. It's really great. So with Gomez, what what kind of um, traits do you have um, similar to to Mr. Adams? Um, oh, I've not. I think we're we're very different in many ways, but I think I think he's. I think the biggest thing with him is it's all about family. Um, you know, and that's kind of really key for me. The importance of kind of, you know, family and looking after each other uh, and things, and and also um, how everybody has their own quirks. I think uh, I can be quite quirky. I'm sure people would agree, but I think that's the biggest thing. I mean, I'm not a Latin lover. Uh, I wish I was, but I'm um, proper Manx as the hills, so I'm sadly not that. But it's been fun finding that role um, and experimenting with that. And uh, yeah, it's very different to anything I've played before in many ways, which I'm, I'm really enjoying. And uh, and learning to tango, which has been incredible. Um, yeah, Strictly Come Dancing, here we come, I think. It'll be us. But yeah, no, it's been good. Yeah, so you mentioned the tango. That's obviously quite a big part of the act too isn't it it's, it's a big number mm. yeah how's that been going yeah good i think we need to um have another go we've not done it for a few weeks yeah we haven't <laughs> we remember haven't. all the steps yeah. um no it's fine it's been it's been yeah i mean it's been we wanted to get it right didn't we because it's a very simple story but all the way through we kind of with the relationships we see we do see that you know um gomez and morticia they keep their passion alive through through this tango uh, every thursday i think isn't it they say so you know they dance every week together to keep uh, the romance alive and you know we we kind of came in thinking well we can't we can't just kind of have this down we can't be like you know it's good enough you know we have to be very very good because you know that's what they've been doing for all their lives so as actors we have to make sure our tango's up there and hitting the sevens or the tens isn't it it's like nothing less so um so that's been a challenge you know i think we've put a bit of kind of pressure on ourselves there to make sure it's right but we've also had great people helping us out so you know fingers crossed it's going to be good. <laughs> so, Kate, you have more of a, a dance background, don't you? I do. I've never done ballroom before, though. So actually dancing with another person is completely alien. Oh, wow. Um, if I fall over or get it wrong and it's just me in my own space to look after rather than having the risk of taking <laughs> someone else down with me. <laughs> and do that. sort of toes to stand on and things like that. But no, it's been really, really good. I can't wait to see this now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so Kate we're talking about characters uh, the Gomez character what kind of things do you have in common with uh, Morticia absolutely nothing <laughs> too old now to play Wednesday um, which is fine this is just what happens <laughs> for some reason I just thought so she's sort of like a lower voice an alto voice and I thought well that's my only range and for some reason I just pulled a few faces in the mirror at home and thought there she is I, I might be able to do this but then I kind of thought right um just need to be the exact opposite of myself because she's very calm <laughs> and sexy and cool and in charge uh, yeah so. that is you though yeah. that is all of you you tick every uh, one of those boxes no it's the exact <laughs> the exact opposite of me so um it's definitely an acting challenge yeah uh, the, i think the only thing is she does have this fire inside her and mm -hmm. i can be fiery <laughs> sort of an aries redhead you know ooh, you push push the button and woof the fire will go off. So I think maybe that's a little similarity. 
and you speak Spanish as well, so you've been helping it's David been with the Spanish. Help. Uh, it's, been, it's been absolutely incredible to have that because um, that's you know that is a big fear I think is for any actor. You don't want to go on and especially if you're working with other languages, you don't want to be making mistakes. Uh, you know because you know someone will pick you up on it. So it has been wonderful having someone in my corner just going, "Nope, that's not right. No, it's this. It's well, this. I think I've told you right. But I'm not sure. I'm sure you have. I'm sure you have. So, you say it with confidence. Um, so yeah. So it's... no, it's been an absolute joy to have Kate there it really has she's been amazing so and I don't think I could have asked for a bit of Morticia really Aww. it's cute isn't it Let, let's stay lovey so um, <laughs> Kate as you mentioned before it's, it's your first kind of big role really isn't it, per lead so tell us how you've prepared for it a lot of panicking yeah there's a lot of people that have done little things for me that have meant so much so I won't give you sort of a big list of all the kind of the people and the things, but it's it's just the little nuggets here and there and everywhere. So Dor- Dorsey's probably done the most, and even before the auditions were over, he sort of said, "Oh, you'd be you'd be really good at this," which was just amazing because I'd not sort of seen you in two years and thought, "Oh wow, <laughs> fine." So I had a couple of singing lessons and then I've been practicing the lines and some YouTube videos, sort of what I looked at for the audition, there was sort of ideas and people sort of selling coaching sessions, five ideas to prep for an audition. So I've kind of taken those tips and applied those to sort of learning a scene or how to say something. You meant to sort of, if you've got a sentence, say it five different ways with five different tones and then see what fits best. And and it's a bit geeky, but a little little bit of that, really. We like geeky. geeky. Yeah, works. (laughs) So, David, what can you tell us about the show itself, then, if no one's um, kind of seen? I mean, I think everyone will know the the Adams family. Um, Certainly, you know, people over the age of, of 20 will definitely know the Adams family. And amazingly, you know, I think there's a new film coming out as well, which is yeah. it's incredible to see that, you know, there's almost this revival and I think that is because our generation loved it so much it's it's kind of they want it back. So but the Adams family is um they're so incredible as characters and it's a very simple story. It revolves around family. Without giving too much away, the main kind of story revolves around Wednesday who has grown up a little now. She's no longer the the young girl, she is a young woman and um she has met a boy. And uh, I won't give too much away, but that's that's kind of where the arc of the story is. We see a few kind of a few relationships who which are tested uh and and long established ones and we see how the family unite and come together to help Wednesday and help each other. A very simple story, one you can really come and enjoy and sit back. It's not uh, anything overcomplicated, it's not Shakespeare, but it's very funny. And I think that's always what's at the heart with the Adams Family. The macabre kind of comedy side always runs through. And um, even though they are so kind of strange, uh, I think everybody can find something in there which they recognise. and yeah, uh, the music is to die for. Um, Shay, who sings Paul, it's probably one of the best numbers in, in the show. Um, stunning voice. Um, and yeah, all the characters have great kind of uh, storylines. Grandma, played by Jude, it's I think it's probably Jude's best performance I've seen. She's just nailing it. Um, and of course, Gary Corkill as Festa, uh, my brother, who, um, yeah, again... It's just brilliant. So, yeah, the story kind of follows that. It's very simple, just based over kind of a weekend, a dinner, uh, effectively, of, of meeting of families of this new boy who's in love with uh, Wednesday and, and his parents and just seeing how the family get on in a nutshell, I suppose. It's that. So what's the biggest challenge been so far then in the in the whole process? For me, I think probably getting the accent right. Um, I like accents, but yeah. Spanish or that kind of Latin, Southern American kind of twangs with it. I've never 
had to try that before and um that's been probably the hardest part for me i it's think such a confident accent as well isn't it so yeah, you, yeah yeah you, yeah um it's you've got to be because you've got to be clear you know yeah. even though you know with any kind of accent if it's an accent but using english if it's not the native language spanish french things like that you know it's, it's a little harder in the sense you've got to make sure that grandma on the very back row can still understand you um so that is also something we're always thinking about um so yeah for me I think it's got to be that, yeah, accent. How about you? What do you think, Kate? Well, I'm just thinking, your accent is as good now as when you ever first read the script, and it's not because you've not improved and not been trying, but it was just that good to start with. Oh, so I don't you know what you're talking about. You came in and nailed it day one. Oh, that's nice. <laughs> yeah, what's the biggest oh, thing for you so far? Then? I think the whole thing, the whole thing is new. Yeah. I sort of, when people aren't watching, go up and tap someone on the shoulder and go, how do you do this? Because yeah. <laughs> I don't because <laughs> I think oh, everybody else knows and, you know I've not done it before like, what, what do you actually have to do here and um, there's just so many little things I think that just make up the whole being a main principle mm. and I think I've put a little bit of pressure on myself I just really don't want to let anybody down but everyone we're working with just help everybody helps you everyone's there for you giving you tips showing you how to do things differently if you want to I wouldn't necessarily say better but just sort of differently. Um, so I think it's the amount of lines, the thought of the amount of time I'll be on stage without sort of having a chill in the dressing room <laughs> at all for Act One. <laughs> oh, that's going to be new. Yeah. But exciting, yeah. really exciting. I think you kind of, it's it's interesting how, as you kind of start in theatre and you develop more, you kind of, you, you always, you're always learning, whether it's learning from somebody younger or older than you, as an actor, you're always picking something up, you'll always spot things. And I think you've got to always kind of make sure you're doing that. I always find it amazing how difficult it is being a chorus member. I think the yeah, I I would never want to go back because it's so much harder than being oh, a principal. Really? Yeah, I th- I really feel that. I think they they're the real kind of forgotten heroes almost in a sense. Not forgotten, but they they work so hard um and you know you can't it, do it without them you can't but it's it's tricky stuff and it's always full on you know you've got to hit every dance routine every singing number you've got to always be engaged you know the principal quite a lot of the time we can you know we might have a number but we we don't have to do the big flips and kicks at the back usually it's just we'll place you nice front and center and yeah. you can sing and look pretty and so that's always something i, I kind of find it really interesting and and uh yeah it has been a wonderful company really amazing cast and um I think I don't think it's you can't tell there's been kind of people who've who've done things for the first time or they've they've just kind of fitted in seamlessly. And I think, you know, a show is only that you can never have one individual who's 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 standing out. You've gotta have it as a as a group because you're only as strong as the person next to you. And that's what I love about theatre. It's for me it's it's as as a as a principal in this role you don't know you know things can change your, your emotions in the characters emotions can change each night because it depends what you're feeding from and what you're given and uh, i always kind of say is about that kind of reacting acting is reacting and, and for this show thankfully there's so many great characters you can do that really well you have quite a lot of songs as well in this one so how, how are you finding the, the music? Yeah, wordy songs as well. I thought um, I just finished Spamalot, and that was a uh, a wordy a wordy show, especially with um, yeah, you won't succeed on Broadway. But this one has just as kind of wordy songs. <laughs> We're getting there. Uh, I, I still think I need to sit down and go through a few just to get those words remembered. But there's also some really beautiful moments, and, and actually really oddly some songs which are very short which actually are completely kind of heartbreaking and i'm a joy to sing some um, really beautiful music yeah it really is and the harmonies 
I think are some of the best I've heard in musicals, to be honest. Um, it's it's beautiful. Well, we can't wait to watch it. In the future, though, David, what have you got coming up? Well, um, very shortly after, in November, we have uh, Blood Brothers um, going on at the Gaiety. It is the, the play version, but of course, <clears throat> still very much what everybody loves about Blood Brothers. Um, so I'll be directing that. Uh, we have a fantastic cast. And uh, a real challenge, actually. Past few years, I've been really focused on kind of directing, working with with youth on the island, um, which I think is very important. So it's really nice to to get my teeth into kind of an adult cast and and work them hard to to try and show one of probably one of one of the best plays. That's personally, but one of the best plays out there, I think. Um, so there's that, and then we are involved with Connections, National Theatre Connections again, which will be starting up shortly. So that's a youth group. I'll be taking them across to the theatre by the lake in the Lake District. They'll be performing over there. And um, yeah, apart from that, Mary Poppins Jr. So quite a few things yeah. going on at the moment, quite a so few shows. You're going to sleep in January, maybe. Yeah, probably, yeah. hopefully, maybe, yes. Yeah, if you see me sleepwalking, just let me let me go by. It's fine. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, uh, Kate, David, thanks so much for joining us today. Thanks, Thank Real you. Pleasure. Thank you. David and Kate there. That sounds like they've uh, they've got a lot to do, isn't it? There's a lot going on there. Yeah, and a lot of fun though. It sounds like, aren't they? Yeah. So and and Dorsey as well. David, he's he's certainly seems to have a, a lot on his plate between now and January. Yes. I think he'd be looking forward to to the new year to get get a bit of a rest, <laughs> wouldn't he? So Neil, I believe you've been up to uh, watch a rehearsal or two. I have actually. Yeah, they invited me up. The guys from Center Stage Productions, um, and I think it's going to be a really interesting show. Now, one of the different things about this production is the use of the video wall. So instead of having a set like a, a normal kind of show, the video wall is the main set, really. So uh-huh. it's going to be much more prominent, mm-hmm. and it's actually kind of interactive. So every scene, something's happening on the sta- on the screen, sorry. Yeah. Uh, and uh, you go into the Adams Family uh, graveyard at the start, and it Ooh, takes right. you, and when it changes scene, it takes you through the corridors of the house. So um, I think it's really going to be interesting. Um, yeah. I certainly can't remember that being being done in any show I've seen here. Yeah, I mean, I've, I've seen it used on the last couple of shows that mm-hmm. have been in it. It certainly gives them the opportunity to have far more sets and, and flies and, and, and cloths than you could ever possibly wish for in the Gaiety Theatre. Yeah, yeah, but I don't, I've not seen one that's so interactive and yeah. in the set. So I've seen the cues for the for the screen and there's six or seven cues per scene. Right, okay. changes, so uh, I think it's going to be really good. Yeah, it should, really be, good. should be quite, quite visually spectacular mm-hmm. in that yeah. aspect. They were also doing uh, fancy dress nights as well. Are they? Um, so people to get in on the uh, on the action there. So bit, a bit like Rocky Horror then, in yes. that case. Yeah, I hope not. No air suspenders. <laughs> well, maybe. If you. So let's let's move on then. Let's continue on with the show and let's move on to Act Two, where Neil met up with Shay Marsden, who is playing Wednesday. Let's find out a little bit more from her. <laughs> So we're here in the studio with Shay. Hi Shay, how are you doing? Hello, I'm very good, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, thanks for coming to see us. You're very welcome, thank you for asking me. It's an absolute pleasure. Um, So we're here to talk about the Adams Family musical. So how are the rehearsals going so far? So far they're going really well. The show's coming together really good. So far they've been great. We haven't really had any issues, so we're just looking forward to the show now. They will get more intense, but we're still enjoying ourselves and... Hopefully it'll be a great show. So what can you tell us about the show itself? So the show is quite different to the normal Adams Family that people are used to. Not to give too much away, but basically Gomez and Morticia's daughter Wednesday, 
does something quite unheard of, which mm. is start dating a normal person. So that's sort of the basic gist of the show. So you're playing Wednesday Adams, that's right, isn't it? I am. Yeah, so it's such an iconic character. Yeah, um, it is. What have you done to kind of prepare for the role? I would say in terms of preparation, I've just sort of looked into all the different Wednesdays that there's been throughout the years because they all sort of have their own style and character. So I've tried to do that with myself. Do you have a connection with the Adams family uh, from the past and did you, did you watch the films, the, the show? I actually only watched it properly for the first time when the auditions were going on. It's one of the things that I've sort of seen in parts but I've never actually watched the whole movie all the way through. I'm trying to do all my research now, like I say, look into all the different characters and just see what I can take from it. The characters are so well known even, even yeah, if you haven't seen very the, well known. the show really. So what can you tell us about the, the other cast members? The cast is absolutely brilliant. I think this is the most talented cast I've ever got to work with. They're just brilliant. I'm very lucky with the family and even the ensemble. They're all very, very talented. So what's the biggest challenge been so far? I think for me, it's been quite strange having more more parts on my acting side rather than dancing because normally I'm up doing a lot of dancing, whereas this show I think I do about seven seconds worth. <laughs> so it's different to what I'm used to. And another challenge for me has been a couple of the songs in the show because they're pretty big numbers. So it's just been trying to prepare myself for that and sound as good as you can, really. Tell us about the songs you sing. I sing the song Pulled. This is probably one of the most challenging ones because this is Wednesday's solo when she's speaking about how she's changing because she's falling in love with this normal boy and it's really strange for her. Probably my favourite number of the show is a song called Crazier Than You. This is basically about Wednesday's boyfriend Lucas trying to prove to Wednesday that he's just as crazy as she is. That's a really good number. That um, pulled song seems like a favourite for auditions, doesn't it? I've seen loads of online versions of that. It is, yeah. I, weirdly, I actually hadn't heard of it before the show, but once I heard it, I just had to go for the role because I just thought it was brilliant. So what makes this show different to previous shows you've been in? Normally I've done quite fluffy girly shows where it's been all pink and, and quite girly whereas this is more on, on the dark side and I've just loved every minute of it so far. Definitely something I'm not used to with doing more acting and having a proper principal role this time as well. What's your favourite part of the show then? I would say my favourite part of the show is probably between my solo pulled or the duet that we do with Lucas and also Lucas's parents, Mal and Alice. So how did you get into musical theatre? I actually got into it from quite an early age. I was probably around seven when I first joined a stage school and then I've just loved it ever since. When I first started out, I thought I'm, I did prefer singing, but when I went to the stage schools, I actually loved to do theatre as well. So was it a big thing in your, in your house growing up? Oh yeah, definitely. I'd be at rehearsals probably three times a week for the last ten years probably. They're pretty used to it by now. <laughs> <laughs> what were the musicals that were on in your house and any kind of films or anything growing up? What were the big ones? Mamma Mia is a household favourite. Brilliant. Grease as well is another big one that we love. We also love Les Mis. Three pretty different ones there. Yeah. Fantastic. I'll just say that because I, I get all my musical knowledge from growing up with a sister. Yeah. So Annie was always on, Grease was always on, 
Greece 2, one of my favourites. Yeah, I think yeah. they get all their knowledge from me. <laughs> <laughs> and then you did this stage show, um, the stage theatre. Yeah. Um, so what kind of things did that involve? We didn't as much do one particular musical. We'd just put on a show and then do sort of songs and pieces from that. So just sum up for us, what, what can people expect from the show? You can expect lots of amazing songs, lots of pretty dresses from Morticia, ghosts, and just a very varied show. There's lots of different parts, there's lots of highs and there's lows. It's it's different to anything I think they've showed over here before. It's the first time it's been here as well. It is, yeah. yeah. Well, thanks so much for talking to us and uh, good luck with everyone. Thank you. Thank you. lovely to hear from from shay there uh, it's uh, so nice to hear the from the the younger members uh, that are coming through and starting to take the, the lead roles that's right yeah it's great it's great seeing different people in in these roles isn't it yeah and uh, and wednesday as well you were saying a little bit earlier on there that uh, wednesday's kind of one of more of the, the lead the kind of the lead really i suppose of, of the story is it yeah yeah the story certainly definitely kind of revolves around sarah wednesday yeah um so yeah it's, it's, a, it's a big part and she has some great songs, like she said, Pulled and Crazy Than You. And I've heard her sing them. It's absolutely fantastic. She's yeah. a brilliant voice. So. Finally then, we move on to Act 3 and our Getting to Know You section. First up, Neil speaks to Shay again and finds out about her previous roles. And then he moves on to David and Kate to find out about their previous roles. Let's have a listen. Getting to know you, getting to feel free and easy. And we're back with Shay for our Getting to Know You questionnaire. Question number one. What was your first ever role? My first ever role at the Gaiety was probably only three years ago when I played Delta Noon number two in Legally Blonde. So that sort of kick-started everything off for me because that was the first proper show that I'd done out of a theatre school. What was your um, last role? My last role was Cindy Gibson in Back to the 80s. So that was my first proper main role. That was great. That was definitely my favourite role. Such a fun show. Yeah, definitely. It was brilliant. So I think you've just answered this. Question number three was, what's your favourite role? Yep, was it, it was definitely Cindy Gibson, but who knows, in October it might change exactly. to Wednesday Adams. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> so question number four, what would be your dream role? I'd probably say Sandy from Greece. Just iconic. I think we all kind of grow up wanting to uh, be in Greece, don't we? Yeah, definitely. So question number five, what was the part you were born to play? So this is like what character in a musical or a show is most like you? I would actually say I am quite like Wednesday because she can be very, very chilled when she wants to be. And then she also has this really loud, bright side to her as well. You wouldn't think in the musical she definitely, you can see sort of the change happening with her as the show goes on that she turns into this more bubbly person. And I'd say that's like me. And question number six, what is the best and worst costume you've ever had to wear on stage? Well, last year when I played Cindy, I was dreading having to wear a pair of leather trousers every night, but now they seem to be really trendy. So I think Cindy did set the trend with them. And my best outfit, it would actually probably be last year as well with Cindy's prom dress it was very pink and sparkly and rock chick like her and me <laughs> it was cute yeah it yeah. was nice awesome and question number seven the gender swap so which role would you like to play of the opposite gender i love singing in the rain so i would say my role for the opposite gender would be don lockwood 
people for all that tapping? Maybe not so much the tapping. The dancing around in the rain, but not very well. <laughs> awesome. That's great. So I think we've got to know you a bit better. Thanks yep, so much for playing. Have. Thank you for asking me. <laughs> Cheers. Thanks, Shay. Thank you. Getting to know you, getting to feel free and easy. Okay, so we're back with Kate Stobart and David Dawson, and we're going to play Getting to Know You. You ready, guys? Yeah. yeah bring it thanks, on. Neil. So, uh, ladies first, shall we do? Yes. So, question one. What was your first ever role, Kate? My first ever role on the Gator Theatre stage was a playing card. <laughs> wow. A playing card? Yeah, I was the nine of clubs. Ooh. And my mum was really cross that it was nine because she had to cut out all these nine clubs. But she's like, why couldn't you be two of clubs? <laughs> For a wonderful Christine Wilde show in the 90s. So, I must have been nine, ten. And I was thought I was the bee's knees with my little tap shoes on, Aww. finally on the stage, because I've been bugging her for dance classes for years. <laughs> there I was, and we had sort of like a little paint can and a little paint brush, and Aww. I can still remember the first few steps of that oh, routine so now. Cute. So you never lose it, do you? You never lose it. And David, what was your first ever role? Uh, first ever role on the Gaiety stage uh, was with the Douglas Choral Union for uh, Panto. And I was a co- little chorus member, so I was a little village boy, and then I was a little guard. I had one one line, I was very pleased with my line. And um, yeah, it was a wonderful experience. And I think certainly at that age, it's kind of like, it's very magical. Um, you know, you look at the, the people on stage and you kind of do think they're these kind they're of heroes. heroes. Yeah. yeah. Now, Kate, so what was your last role? Last year for Centre Stage Productions, I was in Back to the 80s and I was a geek. Who was I? Was I Laura? Laura Wilde. Yeah, so she was very me, a bit more confident. My friend said afterwards, that's just like you in school. <laughs> Except I was really shy in school, so it was kind of only she knew. Yeah. That's secretly what I was like inside. You didn't burst out singing at school? Um, no, no. <laughs> it was really fun. Back to the 80s was super fun, and that was my first time I sort of done a bit of a solo. And yeah. luckily, I had my geek mate oh. Jess McManus with me with little <laughs> Siamese twins. So I was like, we can do this together. We can do this. It was really good. <laughs> Brilliant. And David, what was your last role? So my last role was uh, in Spamalot, uh, and I played Coward, and I've forgotten his name already. <laughs> Robin. Say Robin. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, yes, I played Sir Robin in Spamalot, and uh, yeah, it was uh, it was great, really great fun, a good kind of camp character. So yeah, <laughs> and is that what you were like at school as well? Uh, no, <laughs> some might say yes. I don't know. So um, no, slightly different. But the funny funny side of things it really is that we actually our first time on stage together, myself and Kate, was at Balakamine, oh, and yeah. Uh, yeah, in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah. So I would have been very young, first couple of years at high school, I think, and I played the Mayor of Munchkin City. Oh wow! And Kate was one of the oldest stars who played the Tin Man. Wow. If I think I'm right there and saying that. You are that. right. Yeah. And yeah, and it, again, it was it was a kind of. I remember looking up at these kind of, you know, there was um, Danny, was Danny Brideson at yeah. the time, and um, Susie Power, yeah, yes, Power, and these, them. yeah, they were, they were these, you know, the older students, the big stars, and I was like, ooh, one day, oh, I'll get a lead. <laughs> Do I actually remember you? So I was year twelve, so first year of sixth form, doing the Tin Man. You had a really loud voice then as Did well. Did have a really loud voice? It's <laughs> very true. That's why I got the wrong. <laughs> so um. Mr. Kane. Yes. He was yeah, like, right, Kane. David, let's uh, yes. and say this loud. And you said it and was like, oh, that was, that was good. He's pretty small, but that was good. And then we carried on, yeah. Wow, isn't it funny how things work out? Yeah. yeah. So nice. It is. So nice. Okay, so uh, Kate, what was your f- what's your favourite role been? 
probably this one that I'm doing now, okay. Morticia. Good answer. Yep. Um, just because it's so different to anything I've done before, it's so much more challenging. I'm doing stuff sort of for the first time publicly, and hopefully, it's kind of going all right. I might even be slightly good at it occasionally. <laughs> so it's really, really exciting. It's definitely pushing the the boundaries of what I'm comfortable with. So hopefully, it'll sort of give me a bit more confidence. And David, your favourite role? I think it has to be Lumiere, I think, in Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. I think it was the the first kind of role where I really, I I had got a, a good principal part. Um, I loved the character. It was a great show. And I think it was the real first time I could show uh, a little bit of what I could do, I suppose. And uh, yeah, I think that's always going to stay with me for that reason. Yeah, right. yeah it was I, good. And the first time I ever met you, I said, I remember you as Lumiere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's better than Crime Watch, yeah, I suppose. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> came after us didn't it? <laughs> fantastic Kate what would be your dream role oh this one is really tough there are thousands of things I would love to say I was good enough to do and I don't know whether I'm good enough but I'm going to pick uh, Roxy Hart from Chicago Ooh. she's awesome yeah. I'd love to be awesome yeah. <laughs> you are you, you are, are awesome you are. <laughs> yeah I'm going to say that one brilliant David what's your um, dream role I, I think it's I've always thought Scar from The Lion King. I think I like baddies. I like playing baddies because they, they don't know they're baddies and they yeah. just think they're right. Yeah. And um, it's wonderful. And he's such a great character. He's, uh, funnily enough, it's, I don't know, it's uh, slightly Shakespearean, isn't it? I'm not, you know, I'm not a massive Shakespeare kind of fan. I do like him, but he's, he's not my up there. But yeah, him and um, Hook, which I recently played, he was another kind of Shakespearean kind of feel to him. And I, I think they're brilliant, you know, but yeah, Scar, definitely Scar. So next question is the part you were born to play. So the the character really that's most like you. So uh, Kate, it would have to be Tracy Turnblad oh, yes. from Hairspray because <laughs> she dances and she sings and she oh, eats cake. Yes, that's me. What a great character that is. <laughs> Love it. Such yeah. a good role Fantastic. as well. Yeah, I'm good. I'm, I, I didn't live here when they did that show. Oh, really, oh, really sad. I missed yeah. that one. It'll come round. It'll yeah. come round. <laughs> yeah, they come round again. Be too they? old then. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, David. Part you were born to play? Part I was born to play. Oh, God. I don't think I'm interesting enough to have any parts oh. I was born to play. I'd maybe say, like, possibly Leo Bloom, because uh, I think he's he's got a nice arc, and he's a little bit like me. He's quite... He's a little bit down on himself, and he has his aspirations and dreams. So I'd probably say it was it was Leo. Not Hook or Robin? Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't think Robin. <laughs> Hook, maybe. Yes, maybe I need to start trying to capture small children and kill yeah. them. I don't know. Uh, hard one to say that, I think. Yeah. That's tricky. <laughs> Best or worst costume you've ever worn on stage, Kate? So, I think... I was going to say the Tin Man here, but we've kind of already talked about that. Because there were um, some A-level students that made this whole Tin Man costume. It was incredible. It It really was was amazing. That was the most impressive thing I've ever worn. At 17, being a girl, I was slightly embarrassed at the time. But um, I've seen photos of it, and it looks fine. And I think the thing I felt the most special in was um, a different Christian Wilde show. And I got to wear a red tutu, and everyone was really jealous. (laughs) (laughs) I secretly was like, yes. <laughs> that was, yeah, just a little girl, sort of little yeah. princess side of you in a red tutu. It was what, great. What's the worst one you've wore? Which is the one you didn't enjoy wearing? I don't know, really. Now, we're was... all in the producers, so probably the German outfit, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> it fitted quite well. Yeah. I didn't mind that I quite one. enjoyed mine Coffee. as well. Slightly <laughs> kind of, yeah. I'm not sure how that's going to go down. People have just seen a swastika on my arm. <laughs> yeah, slightly awkward. Let's so move we're walking on. down Strand Street. <laughs> yeah. <I mean. laughs> 
didn't it wear was a full leg. It was a uh, three legs of man. Sure. <laughs> uh, David, what's what's your best costume? Uh, I, it's uh, we keep mentioning him, but it's got to be Hook. I think yeah. he was. It was. I had a few outfits that Christine Wilde kindly got, and they were they were beautiful. Uh, they weighed an absolute ton. They were fabulous. Yeah. It was. Uh, yeah, I felt very regal in them. It was very oh, good. Wow. Yeah. And the worst uh, outfit you've ever worn. Worst one is... I think it's I know what you're going to say yeah, here. It's got to be Jesus Christ Superstar, yeah. I think. What were you in that? I was Herod. Uh, so I was Herod twice. First time around, I had a, a very beautiful kind of... I looked like a, a kind of golden kind of oh, Greek nymph or something like that. And that was for... Uh, John Cumberley's gave me that one. It was beautiful, really beautiful. And then <laughs> the second time around, the costume changed. Um, tassels. Were involved and and other things. Fabulous, and, darling. And, and that was yeah, probably that one. <laughs> it was a shock watching it. It I, was I, I yeah, didn't I, expect it. I don't I don't yeah. like looking back on that one. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. And the last question then is the the gender swap kind of question. So Kate, first, if you could play a, a male part, which, which I've changed my mind on this a thousand times. Yeah. <laughs> so a close. I'm going to be greedy and say two. A close okay. runner up is Michael Ball. Is Marius. Mm-hmm. That's just the most amazing thing ever. Obviously, I can't do that role. But number one has come in as Aladdin. Aladdin. How awesome yes. would that be? That'd be good I've one. seen the stage show in the West End and it was amazing. Yeah. But the cartoon where he really gets to jump and fly <laughs> <Yeah>. and <laughs> do parkour across like the town <laughs> and he's got a real monkey yeah. and yeah. Okay. That would be awesome. Yeah, I can picture you doing that. Yeah, oh, right. thanks. Yeah. <laughs> and David. Uh, you know, I think there's a couple of good ones. Roxy Hart is, is a very good call, actually, I think. So Mrs. Lovett would be quite fun uh, in Sweeney Todd. I, uh, she's, she's a great character. So possibly possibly those two, I think. Yeah. Wow. Well, that was a real eye-opener there. Well done. Great, <laughs> what about great. you, Neil? What would you oh, do? no, we're not doing me. So. <laughs> anyway, thanks so much for joining us, Kate and David. Thank you. Thank, Thank you. you. Cheers. Well, that was that was great, that wasn't it? It was nice listening to all those different bits of information from the, the, from the three different people and the, the different parts that they've played and things they're looking forward to. Um, do you know, I could really see David Dawson as Roxy Hart. Oh yeah, definitely. I don't know. It was nice to see that he picked Mrs. Lovett as well, and yeah. that was that was one that I that I picked yeah. myself. That was that was the part <laughs> I would like to play. And it was nice they talk about um, how they were in a play together at school as well, actually. So yes. uh, yeah, that was a lovely little insight there. So, coming up then, in the future, there's a few ex- exciting things on the go, isn't there? Yeah, a lot happening in the Isle of Man. We've got Theatre Fest coming up in, in early October, um, and we've spoken recently to a few of the people involved. That's right, yeah, so we're going to do another special episode, that, and that's coming out very shortly. Also, after that, we've got Blood Brothers coming up. Yeah. That's the play version, and that's going to be at the Gaiety. And then after that, probably the next big thing we're going to come across is the pantomime. Yes, the panto. Is it Peter Pan this year? It's Peter Pan, yeah. yes. And they, they're using lots of lots of local performers, or at least Manx performers that are working professionally as well. So we've got Georgia Maddox as Wendy Darling and yeah. also Matthew Chase. He'll be back playing Peter Pan. He's played that previously, actually. Oh, really? The, uh, I think it was either last year or the year before he was playing in, in Cardiff, I think it was, in Wales, uh, alongside David Hasselhoff as oh, Captain wow. Hook. I mean, that's, oh. good. that's pretty, pretty immense, isn't Imagine it? Hasselhoff came over as well. That'd be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> but I have, I've obviously, with them getting a lot of local people involved, they're actually out looking at the moment for John and Michael Darling. Oh, um, on Monday, the 23rd of September at the Gaiety Theatre, they will be holding auditions for the roles of John and Michael Darling. Uh, and these are to be for boys aged eight and over who can sing and dance, and they're to be no taller than five foot three. So, unfortunately, Neil, you're, you're out <laughs> of that one. Um, 
applications must be sent in advance to casting at shownproductions.co.uk but we'll share all the details onto our facebook page so don't worry about t- trying to write it all down all the details will be there on our facebook page for you to for you to pick up and with that then that brings our adam's family musical special to a close it's been good eh Tess, it's been great remember then to like and follow our facebook and instagram pages to get notifications of upcoming episodes and events and as usual if you have any questions or suggestions about the podcast or any future episodes please contact us on our Facebook page or by email at manxtheatrepodcast at gmail.com. Special thanks once again go to our tech wizard, Alex Mazotta, who edits all of our interviews and puts all the episodes together. Yeah, he does a great job. We've had given him a lot of work recently, haven't we? We certainly have, yes. We're going to give him a lot more as well. So, certainly the, the Sing in the Rain episode, he, uh, yes. he, was, he was tearing his hair out a few <laughs> days on that. Lots, lots of late nights. Yeah, he's got plenty of hair though, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Yeah. So then, all that remains then is for us to say thanks for listening, and we hope you join us again next time on the Manx Theatre Podcast. Goodbye. 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 Goodbye.